Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. If you are new here, my name is Emma and my podcast is about embracing it all, the good, the bad, and the ugly that life has to offer us. If you are not new here, then you will have noticed that I took my intro out. Um, Honestly, there's no like reason. I just sort of felt like the intro didn't reflect what I was doing anymore and my podcast covers so many various topics that I just felt like I want to make each in each intro um just more specific and and geared towards what the topic is so with that being said before I jump into today's topic um I do want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving uh, I am recording this on the Monday. Um, I did just want to say I am very, very thankful for everyone who takes the time to listen to this podcast, give me their feedback, um, who message me and, you know, share what they've learned or how much this has helped them. Um, That, I don't think you realize like how much that really means to me as someone who takes the time to sit down and create these episodes and plan them. Um, It just means a lot to me to know that other people are benefiting from them and are taking the time to also appreciate them. So thank you, thank you so, so, so much. Um, I would encourage everyone to think about various things that they are thankful for today. For me, I have been very, very thankful for this past year, and that is actually what this episode is about. Um, I was going to do 21 things that I learned before I turned 21, but I'll be honest, I didn't have 21 things, and some of these, you know, things I could come up with, um, I've learned them now, but I feel like I have so much to learn still, and I just couldn't think of 21 things, to be honest, so... It is just now a series of things that I have learned before I turned 21 years old. And I'm very, very thankful. I think I definitely had probably the most growth um, so far in all my life from being 20 to 21. Um, There was so many factors to that. Um, Going through a pandemic, um, I cut off friends, I have new friends now. going through recovery and starting therapy, so many um, life-changing things and choices. And um, all these things I'm thankful for, every emotion that I felt this year. Um, (laughs) I experienced a lot of bad ones, let me tell you. Bad, I shouldn't say bad, but a lot of hurtful ones, a lot of emotions that are difficult to feel. And um, I definitely have gotten much better at coping. So Anyways, I'm thankful for that, thankful for this experience. Um, Let's dive in to 21 things, not 21 things, that I learned before I turned 21. Alright, so number one. Um, This was something that my dad said to me, I think it was in the middle of the pandemic, um, just at the dinner table, or we were having some type of discussion. Um, and you know, he said to me, Emma, your friends are going to be the most important people in your life. Like they are the most important people. And this year I have truly, truly felt that, you know, um, I've never really had to face, um, 
I've yet to come across a year of challenge except for last year. And last year and this year, um, my friends, and and they know who they are, um, were there with me every step of the way. Every step of the way, they helped me, you know, they made me laugh, they made me smile, they held me in my room as I am bawling my eyes out, as I'm having a panic attack, like, they have been such amazing friends that I, I seriously am struggling to put it into words, um, and so, you know, they know who they are, I can't thank them enough, but I think I really learned that really take the time to be appreciative and be a good friend to your good friends and it can be the thing is too is like my friends I come home and they say so how was your day and they just listen and I will take my turn I'll say to them how was your day and then it's my turn to listen and they just are considerate and they care they care and they show that they care and I think that's our friendship is so strong because we show that we care we put in the effort we take the time we invest in the friendship so if you have friendships right now that you know are strong keep pursuing them and really try your best to let them know that they're valued The next one is probably one of my favorites, which is no one cares as much as you think that they do. If there's one thing I've been so thankful for this year, it is that from being 20 to 21, I really found like, I I feel like I just got so much more of a clear understanding of who I am and my personality and for me, I feel so much more confident putting my authentic self like out into the world and I have less fear now. You know, like when I used to go on campus or go out to the bars, like I would be just so concerned about what people were thinking of me, what I looked like, um, you know, if my makeup was bad that day or like needing to make sure I had a good outfit and And just all of these exterior superficial things and, you know, hence why I seek so much validation in terms of my appearance and went through recovery and whatnot, you know, that's a very big portion of it. But, um, there was, I just cared. I cared so, so, so much and I I never really saw the change until now. You know, the, the other day I went out to the bar with my friends and Nowadays, I'll just throw on an outfit that I feel confident in. Not that I think anyone else is going to find, is going to find attractive or whatnot. It's what I feel attractive in. And I go out and I just want to dance. Like that's, for me, that's a good night. I just want to dance. I want to have fun. And I've also been on quite a few dates this year too. And I feel like each date I go on, um, I'm being more and more myself. And I think I always look at how much my personality shifts or changes when I go on these dates. Um, Because for me, being able to be myself is a very important thing. And so if I notice, you know, a huge shift in my my personality and, and, you know, just the way that I feel, then I know kind of something's off. So 
no one cares as much as you think that they do. So I would encourage you to, you know, take a look at what you think it is people are judging you for. And I promise you, you're just most likely projecting it. (laughs) Now, as I mentioned, I said I went on quite a few dates um, this year. And one of the things I learned, you know, this was kind of the first year that I started dating from being 20 to 21. And um, (laughs) a very big lesson um, that I learned is that this was the year of rejection for me. I faced rejection in in so many fronts, not even just dating, but um, career-wise, there were some like extracurricular positions I applied to, got rejected to some of those, Um, and it was the year of rejection, and I really, I got dumped my first like time ever, (laughs) Um, and so I, I really had to learn what rejection feels like and handle the pain and the grief and all the feelings that come with it. And it's very difficult, but I can assure you that, you know, take a look at why the rejection hurts so badly and you're probably going to find out so many amazing and insightful things. I know for me, I really, really did. Looking at why rejection hurt so much also taught me a lot about myself and the parts of myself that, you know, I I was insecure about. And rejection also taught me a lot about the people that I I was talking to. Like, I I started to look more into um, the person who is rejecting me and looking at all the ways that they aren't right they are not a good fit for my life and and that they aren't a good fit for me and it's really easy to fall into this like pity party when it comes to rejection but rejection is redirection and everyone says that and it is very very true there is something you know that's not the right fit if you are being rejected and so take a look at that ask questions um challenge it like see what you can do and rejection gets easier. Definitely every single time it does get easier. And when we look at, you know, things getting easier, I know for me, it's really important to track progress. And this was also the year that I learned that reflection is so important because a lot can change in a year. Um, I looked at my list of fear foods that I had when I first started my recovery and there's maybe about four on there of, I had like 30, um, that I am still scared of to, to this day. And I have accomplished that in a year and it took a lot and, and the thing is, is people think it's just the food. It is a whole entire mindset change. It is a, a literal rewiring. <laughs> like your, your brain is, is quite literally being rewired to, for me, it was being removed out of this huge diet culture phenomena that exists. Um, and taking a look at my relationship with my body and my appearance and validation and and um, roots back to my childhood and and so many things but 
reflecting on all of this and how far I've come in my recovery just made me like tear up like there's so many times where I tear up because I just can't believe how far I've made it and even I think about like last year when I was so I don't know I just was like I I didn't take things as seriously or like or I guess it was two years ago I didn't take things as seriously and I and I suppressed almost every emotion I had um I did not express a lot of gratitude there was a lot of complaining and um I kept a lot of people in my life who weren't good for me and I just fast forward to this year and it's crazy like two different people like the level of self-compassion that I have for myself now is something that I didn't even think could exist two years ago or last year like for that matter Um, so there's a lot of growth that you probably have had and definitely I would encourage you to take the time to reflect on it because it is such a great feeling and and such a big accomplishment and now I really want to transition to kind of where this all started for me um there was such a big shift um when a relationship that I had of mine had ended um and so you know not only did I learn that you definitely will outgrow relationships or they will end um you know for the better but I really took that as an opportunity to shift everything, my whole focus onto myself. And one of the most insightful pieces that I'm so thankful for to, I'm saying this about everything that I've learned, how thankful I am for it, but basically it's that your emotions are there to help more than to hurt. And as much as sometimes I'm, I'm feeling some emotions that are harder to feel than others, those tell me just as much as the emotions that I feel when, you know, I'm really happy or I'm excited or there's joy or whatnot. Um, like, let these emotions in, <laughs> is what I will say. There was a lot of times, especially um, last year and, and two years ago, where I would just sort of avoid... And I would never listen to my gut feeling or my instincts about certain people, uh, certain situations. Um, and I, I, I wish that I did because I was always right. I was always, always right. And when things would be completely turned upside down, I would be like, I knew it. Like I should have stuck with my gut feeling. Um, I should have listened to my intuition and, and I never did. And I think it's the same thing when your emotions arise. Um, Take them into consideration. For me, what's been a really big help is my emotion wheel. It's on my Instagram. Please check it out. I'm happy to send it to you. It really helps you pinpoint um, the emotion that you're feeling. And there's only like a small repertoire I can think of off the top of my head. But there's so many more on that emotion wheel. And I look at that wheel and whenever I am journaling... I usually will write out what's bothering me, I attach an emotion to the item that's bothering me, um, and then I create a solution. And this solution can either help resolve the feeling or the actual issue that's bothering me. And most of the time, the solution will resolve both of those things, and I will have then addressed what I'm feeling and why I'm feeling it and how I'm going to fix it. 
one of my favorite journaling exercises. It's a really big go-to um, for me. But let the emotions in because I promise you suppressing them doesn't do much and take the time to figure out why you feel the way that you do because honesty and vulnerability doesn't come easy but it's a very good skill to have and I find even in my other relationships it's very difficult for me to communicate with other people who are not willing to be vulnerable themselves and as someone who I would consider myself an emotional person and by no means is that a bad thing um, I just think I'm very aware of what I feel and when I'm feeling it. The issue then underlies the why. And so take the extra step to figure out the why because again, that may lead you to something greater or you might just be like, meh, you know what, this sadness I'm feeling, like there's no reason for it. It really is just kind of a one-off and and sometimes emotions don't have to have a meaning. Like they really don't. It's okay to just sit with that feeling, let yourself feel it, and then it will surpass. That's okay. Not everything needs to have some attached meaning to it, but sometimes things do. So that's my spiel on emotions. Feel the feels. Now let's talk a little bit about boundaries. I recently, towards the end of this year, started to actually set firm boundaries in place with myself, with other people. And boundaries are really hard. (laughs) No one will tell you, like, everyone's like, just set a boundary, just set a boundary, just set a boundary. It is really scary and difficult to set a boundary. And for me, a lot of that fear came from how I would be perceived. And I will tell you right now, you are not going to be able to control how someone responds to a boundary that you are setting. And the way that they do respond says a lot more about them than it does about you. Setting a boundary does not make you a bitch. It does not. And people think, you know, especially there was a really good post um, and it was like, What's the difference between a man giving his opinion and a, and a woman giving her opinion? And it was like, well, if, if a man is, is giving his opinion, it's seen as assertive. But for a woman, when she's giving her opinion, it's seen as aggressive. And I think it would be the same way with setting a boundary. You know, if a guy's setting a boundary, oh, he's, he's mature, he's, he's putting himself first, he's doing what he needs to do. But if a girl's setting a boundary, oh my God, like she's a bitch. Like, she told me she doesn't want to talk to me anymore. That girl's a bitch. And it's difficult. Like, like that perception does get caught in the back of my head. But I, I will say, boundaries are worth it. They're worth it in every step of the way. If you are thinking to yourself, oh, maybe I should set a boundary, you need to set it. A boundary needs to be set. I don't care what it is. If it's a boundary with yourself, unfollow them on social media which by the way, that is one of the best things you can do. Unfollow them on social media, set the boundary, say like for me, for example, someone I had previously dated, um, I said to myself, I was like, okay, what's like, what is going to happen when they have a new girlfriend or if they're with someone else? And, um, this was like kind of recently after like the, uh, split breakup. I don't even know what to call it. 
the end. I don't freaking know, okay? Um, but I was like, what is going to happen to me if I see that on Instagram, Snapchat, whatever? And I said, well, the first thing that I would do is I would look at the other girl that they're with and I would immediately start comparing myself to her. And then what would follow after that is I would probably become really self-conscious, beat myself down for absolutely no reason, and then I would just be really sad. So in an attempt to avoid all this, I just, I unfollowed them. And that was a boundary I set with myself. I said, I'm not going to allow myself to self-sabotage and feel this way knowing that this is a possibility i'm going to unfollow them as much as i didn't want to i knew that i had to for my greater well-being and that was one of the greatest decisions i ever did other boundaries that i set when i'm back at home and i hear comments about diet culture i remind my family or whoever i'm with to not make those comments or I will just remove myself from the situation. Like if I am uncomfortable, I I say, you know, I'm going to go upstairs now. Or um, if I have to eat by myself, like I will eat by myself. You know, a boundary doesn't just have to be words. I think a boundary can also be set by your actions. Um, And I, I just say, you know, the communication piece of a boundary is important Um, sometimes for me, if I know there's feelings of anger coming up, I will just act and remove myself as opposed to setting a boundary that's full of like resentment and anger in my voice. (laughs) So pick and choose how you set your boundaries, but long story short, set them. All right, I'm going to do my last one. Um, I have a couple more here, which if you're interested to know them, Um, I can always make a follow-up episode or just message me and I'd be happy to, you know, share some ideas. I would also love to hear what you guys have learned before you turn 21. I didn't mention actually that my birthday was September 26th and so I recently turned 21. Um, But anyways, the last one that I want to say is that some things just happen and they will suck. That's it. Um, life is unfair for various reasons and it can feel unfair for various reasons. And, um, you know, in in my case, I am someone who is very, very privileged. Like I don't mean in, in that sense. Um, but I just mean things happen that are unfortunate. Um, people pass away, you lose friends, um, sometimes a pandemic occurs and you literally can't leave your house um school might be hard work you know relationships end there's there's so many things that can happen that sometimes we have no control over sometimes we do have control over and i think at the end of the day I found a lot of peace in certain events by just acknowledging that, hey, this one sucks. It really, really sucks. And it's a shitty situation and I'm angry about it and I'm sad about it. And I know one day I won't be angry and sad about it. So, you know, that that, that kind of might have been a sad note to end off on, but I do think it's true. There's a lot of times where we try to be optimistic and try to find the silver lining and 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 sometimes it's okay to admit like there is no silver lining 
some things are just a really difficult patch that you are gonna have to work through and all I can say is you know utilize the strength of others the strength of yourself like people who are around you who are there to lift you up who are there to support you um, additional resources, whether that is therapy or some type of outlet for you. Maybe it's journaling, maybe it's drawing, maybe it's dancing, maybe it's exercising, um, whatever it is. Stick to your key three basics. Stick to making sure you're getting enough sleep, making sure that you're practicing some form of movement, making sure that you're drinking enough food and water, or eating enough food, drinking enough water like do those things while you're going through this hard time and I feel like day by day you'll realize that you know you still have a life to live and you're getting through it you're definitely getting through it there is some type of light at the end of the tunnel but I find that when I stick to my three basics when I am going through a hard time Um, each day I start to realize I'm more and more okay and and I'm still functioning and I still have a life that um, I can live. So that's pretty much it, guys. That was a whole, whatever, 25 minutes. Um, So thanks so much for for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Um, Again, if you would like to come on the show, you can click the link in my Instagram bio. The Instagram is at Embracing It Podcast. And you're welcome to apply as a guest. And as always, I would really, really appreciate it if you would um, drop a review down on the podcast page. I also am really hoping to reach a thousand followers on Spotify. So it would mean a lot to me if you guys would share this episode on Instagram or TikTok, Snap, whatever social media platform you want to use. Um, That would mean the world to me and you could tag me. And I am going to be doing a small little giveaway um, at a thousand followers on Spotify. So as always, thank you everyone so much for listening and I will see you next time.